What is up, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Good Podcast. We're your host. I'm Sierra. I'm Angela. Welcome back to the Messy Good Podcast, and a happy, happy, happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month, my niggas. I love oh y'all. my gosh, <laughs> that's how we're coming. All right. Yes. Wow. Happy Black History right. Month, Angie. Thank you, Sierra. Happy Black History Month to you. I hope you. it's filled with joy that should be there the whole year whole but year. it's not yep. because bitches is killing us okay so <laughs> oh my gosh to check in um this past week was valentine's day <laughs> did I you mean, do something no okay i did nothing i'm currently living at home with my parents so i spent valentine's day with my parents which was really nice they got me flowers which was so Mm -hmm. nice and we had dinner together so it was a really nice valentine's day with the parents how about you (laughs) oh i also Um, watched real housewives of atlanta i did that that's how i ended my night Uh, i did the spent the day doing homework that was my valentine so yep yep that's how you it know, is. I, I'm not gonna push it. It was Sunday. I'm a procrastinator. Yeah. It was a regular, so. regular Sunday. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I, you know, we're in a pandemic, so I stayed at home. <clears throat> yes, <clears throat> as you should. As, as I should, as should. everyone should. As everyone should. Um, but to get into our new media, just a heads up, this whole episode is focused around Black history, focused around Black people. So um, for our new media, we'll be talking about our uh, new Black art that, or not new in like new, new, but like new media that you should listen to. Yeah. Read or anything. Yeah, Absolutely. So do you want to go first? Sure. Um, Some new media I'll give to y'all. If Queen Latifah has a new show called The Equalizer, my mom and I watch it. It's pretty good. if you're looking for something new to watch, I don't see why not. Yes. But I, I challenge you guys to go on, if you have Apple Music, you have a Spotify or Netflix or Hulu, there's typically a Black History Month section on these apps or yeah, applications. So if you don't know where to start, that might be a place for you to find some new music, new shows to watch. Go for it. Yes. Because- yes. So I'm just realizing that my new media is not new. It's very old media that you all okay. should go back, revisit, and it will might it might be a new thing to you. So yeah. I'm out here with a triple threat. I got a book, I have mm. music, and a movie for y'all. So right. starting off with my book, just read anything by Toni Morrison, please. Yes, please. For sure. Like, I think everyone in their lifetime should read a book by Toni Morrison and enjoy yes. it and just really look at her writing because it's so beautiful i'm in the middle of beloved right now and breathless takes my yes. breath away. so um really the blue really, sky's right behind me yes. I, I did my research paper on that so yes so read something by tony morrison music nita simone mm. like come on black history month go listen to nina simone and also like go read about her like activism and how she tied her music in with like the civil rights era and what she was thinking about and who was she, who she was around. And um, a lot of the music is about a lot of the struggles that were going on in the 60s. For sure. That, Solange, mm. period, um, Mary J. Blige. 
I, my girl literally um you were talking about how like alpha music has a section for like black history so over the weekend i um like was going through it and they had a radio station dedicated to mary j Blige, Maybe. and it was the best hour and a half ever so right. go treat yourself and go listen to Major i'm gonna Blige. listen to that yes yes it's so good it's so good um and also go listen to Wizkid. he dropped mm. an album last year and it was fire so go listen to that um movie if beale street could talk yeah which is it's an adaptation of james um not james baldwin's um one of his plays yeah pretty sure um i watched it in the theater a couple years ago and your girl was crying after it's like not a crazy happy ending but like you're okay with the ending you're just yeah. like okay this is what's happening um but it was a really beautiful movie with dark skin woman as a main character yes black people all around it's like um i'm not sure i couldn't tell you what like time period it was but it was in harlem i know it was um definitely at least in harlem yeah i can't i'm blanking on the um date but yeah but those are my books music and movie for you for your new slash old media that you should go check out Black History Month, but not just Black History Month. Just be listening to all the time. <laughs> exactly. Let them know. Yes. Yes. But... So let's let's get into it. Our topic for this episode is Black History Month. Our experiences, what we're recommending to you, just different things that we do during Black History Month. So... Yes. We're talking about Black people who are not always talked about, and then like sometimes talked about during Black yes. History Month. So bring you them to the light giving them their flowers and um, just spreading spreading facts to all of y'all. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So let's get into the history of Black History, history Month. History of Black History Month. Sierra, did you know that Black History Month was founded in 1920 mm. by Carter G. Woodson? Nope. Yep, but it was wow. actually founded as the Negro History and Literature Week okay um so it started out as a week you know they they said here here take a, take a week okay yes you know, we fought and then they just gave us the month i don't know exactly <laughs> how, oh the month, how we got to the month but somebody struggled and now we have a month the shortest month of the year yes um but it's now black history month known Everyone knows it as Black History Month, and um, it's the annual celebration of achievements by African American. Hmm, yeah. Why are you? What What makes you do that? Because I think, like, just black in general. I think I think so as well. Saying African American also just like puts different categories, and there's black people everywhere. I understand it like African Americans, but also there's like black people who live here who make achievements that are not even like citizens of America, like right. like I'm black or they're from other places. So yeah. African Americans and um it's the time to recognize their central role in the US history, which wow. is so crazy that we have to have a month to recognize our role in U.S. history when we literally are U.S. history. US history. Yeah, that's um, insane. That's so totally now crazy. it's 2021 and this is 
I think it's the 101 year of like okay. having Black History Month. So okay. interesting, interesting. That's my little short crash course Black History <laughs> black history but history for you baby i just learned this <laughs> so um go out do, do you have any little black history um i was doing a little bit of research and black history month is not the same in every country mm-hmm. i believe it's different in like the uk and stuff i want to say it's october i could be wrong i'll confirm it and put it somewhere for okay but it's not the same everywhere just like you know how like we celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month in September, yeah. like that's different in different countries. So just the US celebrates Black History Month. Okay. In February. I'm pretty sure. That's what I'm not sure if Canada does as well because I have a couple followers from Canada and they were talking about Black History Month too. So I'm like, Yeah. Black History Month in Canada too. I didn't know. So yeah, it's not just a US thing, like it's celebrated different countries because of the the things that we have gone through mm. Mm. god damn <laughs> i didn't know that actually that's <laughs> but we'll get into the fact that i don't know anything <laughs> i mean that's not your fault that's not your fault it's not it's not because oh. i think that goes into you and i went into predominantly white schools still yes. go to predominantly still white schools. i was gonna say it, I'm still. I'm about to finally right. graduate out of it. Hey, um, but we good for you. Yes, yes. But, but yeah, Sierra and I. I mean, since at least for me, since kindergarten. Yeah, since I've been in predominantly white school. Yeah, and my, my pre-K was pretty diverse, so I can't really. Same. That's interesting. How we like start out like that, and then we're just like thrown right. in. <laughs> But it's also we went to private school, so yes, that is a privilege that we yes. had. That's a privilege, I guess. Um, I would say, like my learn. So elementary, middle school, I remember. I don't remember much about Black History Month. I remember we talked about MLK. Mm-hmm. I remember writing an "I Have a Dream" speech in third grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember in fourth grade going to Mount Vernon, which if you're not from the DMV is in Virginia, and I bawled my mm-hmm. eyes out. And the majority of my classmates were like, why are you crying? And it was because we were in the slave quarters. And I was like, how could you treat someone like this? And everyone, my teacher was like, why are you crying? Like, they're looking at me like I was crazy. And it was like, I'm looking at my history, looking at how people who looked like me were treated as um, I was nine when this happened. Oh so. God. Right. So I didn't, I don't enjoy going to Mount Vernon, but we went again my junior year of high school. It wasn't pleasant. Um, Yeah, I went for U.S. history. Really? What did you do? I had Dr. LeBlanc. Dr. LeBlanc was like, whatever you want to learn, I'll teach you. He was very old, short man. He's a nice guy, but it just was like, we're taught, like, I did not enjoy, like, Black History Month was great. For us to celebrate our accomplishments yeah. and stuff like that, but when you're like, we when you get down to it, like our past is dark, it's horrifying, and genocidal, <laughs> quite literally. Right. Um, oh and I didn't yeah, know. exactly. So like when we 
so sophomore year of high school I didn't take um like modern European history mm-hmm. I took civil liberties and African-American history yes um civil liberties was probably like my favorite class of all times because I got to learn the laws that our country runs on and how they're biased against people of color yes. um and then African-American history um I that was taught to me by a white man that's a little problematic to me and what did we what did we spend the majority of the time talking about the basics that everyone's supposed to know MLK we had to read Malcolm X and then we spent a lot of time talking about Hurricane Katrina okay but it was because you know the levees broke and they weren't giving funding and that whole situation but I think from um learning about black history in a predominantly white school since we were four or five years old it has been molded to be presented to us a certain way like we looked at martin luther king with respect in school like he wasn't one of the most hated men in america and they shoved down that he was the most non-violent person right oh shouldn't be i was like right exactly and it was just like we learned about martin malcolm Rosa Parks. We, at least ba- for me, we barely learned about uh, Malcolm X. Barely, because he was so violent. violent. They would put Malcolm X and Martin Luther King like together against each other. Yeah. Um, saying like, oh, this is what you're not supposed to do. This is what you're supposed, what to, you're do. supposed to do. But y'all yeah. killed both of them. <laughs> yep, <laughs> exactly. Mean? And then there was uh-huh. W.E. Du Bois and Frederick Douglass and their approaches towards yeah. freedom. And that was it. That was our history in a nutshell. And we weren't supposed to ask questions. When the topic was over, it was over. You could tell when the white people were uncomfortable and it was just, or when you were looked at, when questions were asked about race and you're the Mm -hmm. only black person in the class. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, journey about learning Black History Month in a predominantly white institution is that we did not learn enough. Exactly. Nowhere near enough. We had to research it on our own and- Mm -hmm. It was just rough. I mean, for my journey, first of all, I just don't remember that much. But you bringing up that you went to Jamestown. Where did you go? You went to Mount Mount Vernon. Vernon. I actually went to Jamestown. This is like things you only do when you're from the DMV. Like nobody goes. So we went to Jamestown. I guess that was the first ship that came to America. It like was 1619 Plymouth is that Plymouth Rock yes yeah. good job um <laughs> why do I know this okay so I remember third grade we went to Jamestown and then there was like Gustin Hall I don't know these places I don't know what that is I don't okay. know what they had to do with me I don't know what was early American history I guess um that's about it for middle school that I remember. They definitely told us about Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King seemed to be the only person they knew about. We knew, yep. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, nothing else. Middle school, I could not tell you. Once again, I was the only Black girl. There was another oh. Black guy, but, like, there was, there, we did not know it. I didn't have my first Black teacher till high school. So nobody Same. knew anything. Um, got to high school. I don't really remember learning about Black history in my classes. I feel like we went through the basics. They said something about slavery. Then they talked about Abraham Lincoln. And then they jumped Jumped to to Martin Luther King. Like, Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) Like, nothing happened in between. 
years apart. So yes. how did, that's how I learned it. That's how I remember. But also the person who taught me about this on the regular told me that Andrew Jackson was their favorite president. Mm. So it's really interesting what teachers were telling me about Black history when their own favorite president was Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson, yeah. who was killing Native Americans like it was a game. <laughs> that owned slaves like it was a game. A whole game. It's like very interesting the ways we were taught who like a little kind of white supremacist ways of teaching me about like black history yes because in when i was in sixth grade i had to pretend to be a slave for a, a high school for a project we were talking about slavery and when i tell you so when at first my naive self we're like i was like oh okay sure like let's pretend like we were on the middle passage like it's no big deal my mom asked about the assignment and i was like oh like so-and-so told us we had to pretend to be a slave for an assignment. My mom said, excuse me, what? She's like, why would you ever have to do that? So that, that assignment eventually got canceled and the teacher no longer does it, but it was just like- The way they still do that now. Right, like it happens like, all over the country. The I just, I think they really like didn't, like it really is not taught to us the seriousness of what slavery is and what happened to people who look like us who were taken or sold from Africa in their journey to North America, South America. Like it was just not taught to us at all. No, no, I just, we yeah. have no understanding. And that's the thing. Like I literally, I did not do my own real, real understanding. I didn't understand majority of it until this past summer. I'm going to be so very honest. Yeah. This past summer, I went through the biggest deep dive of everything. Also, it's like, we're saying all this. We're saying that we only learned about like Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, a lot of Black men. We did not learn about Black women at, not at all. We had no. no understanding of what, like even when we would talk about um, like slavery in class, if we would barely talk about it, it would be from like a male person. Um, yeah. A male point of view, and I'm just like, where the black women at? Like, did they? Were they not there? Were they not doing anything? No, we got and Harriet like, Tubman and Rosa Parks. <laughs> that, that's what we got. That was it, barely. Um, so like going through my little deep dive, I've learned so much of like the black woman who helped people. I mean, Harriet Tubman and so many other more people, right. a lot of Black women who had great, huge positions in the civil rights movement that I had no idea about. People who were like even like fighting for more than just like for voter rights, doing exactly. so much more, had also been, then had so much more barriers being a Black woman. So um, we just were not taught that much at all. And then having not been taught like you when you learn about everything you're like oh my gosh my life is a whole scam <laughs> you're like this whole country yes. is a whole scam like why didn't i know this and then you're just like you then you have like your like full circle moment it's like obviously they don't want me to know this because if everyone did know this shit wouldn't have been like this like yep. no so it's very interesting I don't know that, I don't know if being taught Black history is getting better for students because there was literally a news report that some state Midwest 
uh, parents can um, ask opt for their child. Of. Yeah, opt out of learning Black history. And In Utah, like, yeah. Who is this benefiting? To have your child not learn, like, do you just want an ignorant child? Because that's literally so sounds like. what you're doing. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if it's getting better. I don't know what they're doing now. Everyone is, everybody wants to be anti-racist. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't understand it so far. All the new terminology about how everyone's trying to be, and I'm just like, so y'all are telling me you were. I mean, I knew y'all were, but now y'all really telling me you were. <laughs> so, Old. what are we going to do now? Every statement about, oh my gosh, we want to be an anti racist institution when you have white supremacist teacher right here doing yep. hate. Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't want it. But, um, that's really been my journey. I mean, we had our Black History Month assembly in high school, which was fun. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, what I really liked about our school um, is that like a lot of us, a couple of us were like African, so we could like tie in mm-hmm. like our African roots and like understanding that like we're all African in a way, like we all came <laughs> some way from Africa, yeah. even if like you're from um the Caribbeans, you have ties to mm-hmm. Africa. Um, so it was really nice tying that in, which sometimes is not really talked about when you're talking no. about like African-American history. Yeah. Africa has always left out of it. Um, so that's what I really liked about our high school. We got to do that. I mean, we kind of just put it together ourselves. There, um, we Then we have like a, I was not part of, I wasn't really part of that club. I probably like came around a couple of times. Yeah, we did have a club for black students. Um, I think it was just, it was run by like Mr. Jones, um, but it mostly just felt like a place to like have like a, a safe space for people. Yeah. To That's what it felt like most of the time. And then when we time come plan the assembly, everyone was yeah. around like making sure things were went well, yeah. which was nice, but I, it felt always so comfortable. Like mm-hmm. it was nice to it have that. Nice. Yeah. I'm happy we did it. But I mean, there were always those people who were like, Y'all are having a assembly for back. What about us? Shut up. Um, we yeah. always had those people, but there weren't too many of them. I feel like majority of people enjoyed this. Enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, it was also you weren't in class. Anything exactly. to get out of class was nice. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, that was I mean, that's really my learning about black history. Uh, once I got to college, it was like even I learned even more because there was oh for sure um at St. John's I like was a part of Haraya which is like one of the black student organizations I was part of NAACP for a while so I got to learn much more but then shit hit the fan last (laughs) summer and I really 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 went um into a deep dive which I have been I'm still in that deep dive right every day we're learning um that has been really cool but like through learning about half-ass learning about black history in school like we understand that part of the reason they don't teach us is because there are we have great great movements and um beautiful movements yes through black people and we were not taught about them and that's like part of 
the reason like they want to suppress right. this they don't want us to know about everything so a lot of radical movements like we were not taught about like you was learning that on your own um but also it's just like not even radical movements is like one thing but just like radical people like mlk was such a radical person yes. anti-imperialist anti-war anti like anti-capitalism all of it and we were not learn that at yeah. all at all like a lot of his letters um when he was put in jail like this man went to jail so many times so many so many times and like why weren't we asking who put him in jail the u.s fucking government put him in jail no he was just so, arrested like that's all that was told yeah was. no so that's part of it like we thought he was just a good guy that wanted black people to get uh the right to vote no he wanted more for us he wanted more for us and the same thing with Malcolm X even though he had different strategies he said fuck your ballot (laughs) we don't want it um but yeah we just we just learned such a different view of these people when that's not what they look like and it's part of like the whole like media co-optation of what black culture is what black is and just like twist it into um things that white people can digest which is like why we didn't ask for you to be able to like take in our meeting and like be comfortable with it because you should be uncomfortable with our history because our history is horrible absolutely and beautiful at the same time but like but we went through a lot (laughs) right we went through so much and it's never talked about it's Put in little pieces that people can digest when mm-hmm. when in reality we have to be you have i think think if anything 2020 taught people is you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because yeah. your little racist standpoints these microaggressions all of stuff no longer stands no so it's just like you have to deal with it like this is our life now and it's yes. been this way a long time ago but we're here now and we need to just get over yourselves and listen and also stop calling everything cancel culture i like need to go more into a deep dive of whoever started that word because Mm. everyone is using it and i'm like you people are actually just like racist you're a misogynist but you're saying cancel culture which makes but we'll talk about that later (laughs) because but do you have um any figure you would like to talk about that has not been in the limelight or just pushed back but should be brought to the front and should be talked about i mean there are so many people that like we don't know about because they weren't yeah. in the limelight so i i always just challenge yourself to go research something you didn't know about black mm-hmm. history about our culture but something i wanted to bring up was um claudette colvin who still who was rosa parks before rosa parks she was 15 years old and when Shauna Busson refused to give up her seat mm-hmm. and I, she's not talked about now there are a lot of like speculations as to why she wasn't talked about but some people say it was because she wasn't considered pretty she was not light-skinned her hair wasn't kept so she wasn't put in that perspective because Rosa Parks was not the first person to say no even though you know we love we love saying that Rosa Parks is you know the trailblazer for that but she wasn't and I think that just goes into like something deeper you know colorism but like 
oh, like people need to do the research before like exactly. it's labeling people. Oh, this person did this first. You know. Also, another point that you brought up, it is partly colorism and other things, but it's also like individualism. We always want there to be like one person. Mm. Rosa Parks, uh, Claudia Colvin that you're just talking about, they're all part of movements. These were formulated through people, yes. through the youth. Like they talked about this and then they went to go do it with their community, with other people. So the whole thing with exactly with uh, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, they had organizations that they were part For of. Sure. They had people behind them. So always making it about one person, that's like what we really find out. Um, through Black history that it's not just one person. This is such no. a big movement. It's such a big movement with so many people. It's such a diverse movement. And like, we always forget it. And then just like point at one person and look at that one person's flaws, what they did a good, what they did bad. I'm like, yeah, whole movement. Of whole movement. So many people had these ideologies and so many people like believed in this and were moving to make a better world, to make a new world. And we always like forget about it and just point at one person instead of like yeah. in general. So I really like that you brought her up. Um, I have a couple people. I'm gonna throw out some names for you guys, but mm -hmm. then I'm gonna talk about my main person. So <clears throat> of course, um, there's two people I just said, of course, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. Look up, there's so many, um, movies about the black panthers mm -hmm. i think one is called like the vanguard and it's about the black panthers i had watched it last semester for a class and it was really good it talked about like the black panthers like 10 point um their 10 like goals 10 point goals yeah. um and also like yes everyone knows about like the free breakfast program but like mm -hmm. other stuff that they did to keep their community safe and reasons why like the government was like, no, you guys will not prosper. Um, so those three people, Fred Hampton, which will, um, they just came out with a movie, Judas and the Messiah, the Black Messiah. Black Messiah, yeah. Do what you want with that, but then go read about Fred Hampton yes. and um, the Black Panthers in Chicago during that time, what they were doing. To, um, other people, Fannie Lou Hamer, she was a civil rights activist in Mississippi, another okay. woman who was in out there with them, out there with them. Um, also Fannie Lou Hamer and Kwame Ture, who was okay. also um, working, he is originally from Trinidad, came okay. to America, migrated, went to like high school here, college, he went to Howard, <clears throat> but he really is a Pan-African revolutionary that everyone needs to read about and listen to his speeches and his interviews with so many people all the great people that we talked about he was with them all um mm. but later in life he went to um africa and worked to um build up the all african people revolutionary party oh okay um with the uh former ganyan president um in ghana africa so you guys should look that up. But my main person, I'm just oh, oh, she's flipping the page. See, I gave you, I gave y'all a couple people to go to go look out. But real person, I need y'all to go listen um, and find out more about is the Marxist, the feminist, the revolutionary Claudia Jones. Like I 
recent uh let me say two three months maybe four months i've learned about claudia jones and i have just gone into the biggest rabbit hole of all her um books and little speeches that she's given so claudia jones is originally from Trinidad and tobago she was a journalist and she migrated to the u.s when um, she got here she was part of the naacp but she was also part of the united states communist party at the time Mm -hmm. um so she was known for like her communist political activism Um, yeah the things that she wrote about, she advocated for like civil rights, gender equality, decolonization. Um, she was a great, great public speaker. That's why a lot of people know her. And that's how like she rose the ranks in the communist party. But through her communist ties, y'all know about the McCarthy era. They got her, they said, communists, you're out of here. Oh my gosh. Um, so through all her like um, political activism, um, political activism she really scared the u.s government they were scared um which led her to be arrested multiple multiple times and then eventually she was deported to the uk um Mm. 1995 but that didn't stop her in the uk she worked a lot with the west indian immigrants and she actually Mm. started the notting hill carnival which still runs like till i mean not pandemic time but still runs like very regularly in um in notting notting hill in yes. the uk um Correct. So that was really really big but please go wa- uh, read some of her essays um one is called an end to the neglect of the problem of the negro woman um she looked at like the unique oppression that black women go through and if you really look at it, like we're, we all the way down here. <laughs> what yes. I'm trying to say, but um, just she really analyzed how Black women were oppressed and the struggles that we are faced, even like in the Black community, which For sure. um, I found very, very, very interesting. And it was just, um, I've been doing a lot um, of reading about communist um, activists in the US. And I'm like, they was on some real shit. And I love it. My gosh. Um, so that is my <laughs> Well, never feels and it's part of and it's part of all these people that we're talking about. Like every single person that we just named had ties to like socialist and communist like ideologies, like the Black Panthers did. And everybody wants to talk about the Black Panthers, but never want to talk about their ideology. And I'm like, it's right there. We can simply flip through the pages and see what they're talking about right there. They had connections to so many um, different international delegations that they're a part of. They really made this like a global coalition. And I'm just like, that's what we did right now. I've been doing a deep dive of that and like, this shit was there. They really tied it in. They hated black people and they hated communism and they put it together. So they hated all of us. Um, but that was really um, one of the people I wanted to talk about. But now we have some readings, some podcasts that you guys can listen to during the yes. last few months. Do you For have sure. any? Um, so it's, is it Harriet Tubman's speech is called Adon Ain't I a Woman? Um, she mm. gives it at the oh I'm blanking but it's during like 
suffrage when you know women are fighting for the right to vote she goes and she's like why am i not being included i'm a woman as well like the poem is well her speech is powerful listen to it read it it's good um the hate you give is right behind me yes um i love this book love the movie immerse yourself in just different books and ideas um and also don't be scared to like google like black people we forget about during black history month because there's there are so many lists npr has lists um biography has lists. like it's so easy to find out more about something you're missing Mm -hmm. and there's so many great podcasts i'm blanking on a few names but i'll open my spotify and look but while i do that angie do you have some to yes i was also thinking um Ida B. Wells also has mm. a speech. Yes. It is like, also, am I aware? A lot of people, and like, Bell Hooks has a whole book that's titled, Am I a Woman? So, a lot of people have been questioning y'all. Please, is a woman. Um, so, definitely, so yeah, go um, listen, read uh, Bell Hooks, amazing feminist writer. Yes. Um, Angela Davis, who is Ooh. a. I believe, like, dang, dang, we didn't even talk about Angela. We Davis. didn't, no. Uh, y'all see, there's so many, there's so many people just cross over, jump over that had incredible impacts for our movement and for our people. So, yes, Angela Davis, spend like a good, you can spend honestly, there can be a whole semester class about Angela yes. Davis and her impact for the black movement and for the world in general i have learned so much from angela davis learning more about abolition prison abolition and police abolition please go 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 listen to a podcast with her videos with her speeches from back in the days like yes angela davis please um i don't want to butcher their name but there's someone who gives ted talks and they're beautiful and her name she's african and i'm blanking on her name i think i know who you're talking about but um tina amanda yeah i have some of her books americana yeah that's the person okay th- i'm gonna educate show you her name. Okay. okay hold on because i have the book right here okay but we're gonna talk about her since you already just yeah yeah yes yeah yes, yes. Yeah. okay so i educate us was a big fan of uh china amanda ningozi adiche i'm i hope i'm saying her name correctly yeah i don't have and and she i'm not even gonna front like i learned a lot about feminism through her that was like one of my like beginning introductions yeah. of feminism but homegirl is a turf and um we don't do that shit over here. All right. Uh, people who don't know what a turf is. What, thank you for telling me. Exclusionary radical feminism who um, don't believe that trans women are women and they're like, stay oh. out of like feminism. And I'm just like, no, because um, when, what's, what's that woman's name? Harry Potter girl, what's her name? Oh, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling, she came to her defense talking all types of dumb shit. And I was okay. like, there you go. See? So I don't This is the good thing. Anymore about black history month you're educating me because i had no idea about that like when i was first getting into you know my feminist movement mm-hmm. she was someone who i listened to yeah. a lot and now i know that she's not a real feminist so yeah. so we can just move on 
Yes, yes. Moving on. I knew exactly who I was like, yeah, no, we don't do that over here. Everyone yes. included. Um, but who else was I saying? Oh, some um, podcast that mm-hmm. I was Yes, about. share. Read is like one of the best black podcasts out there. Um, so if you just like pop culture, yes, random people asking questions, please go listen to the read. Have an amazing time. They've been doing this show for like eight years or so. They've been doing that podcast, so it's been amazing. I've listened to I've listened to it like since freshman year of college. Oh, okay. And I was listening to it this morning, so that's how long I've been a fan of the read. Um, if you're more of a visual learner. Afro Marxist on YouTube. Um, All right. Gives amazing videos of different revolutionaries, um, different communists and socialists throughout history. Um, so go learn your history. Um, Millennials are killing capitalism is another podcast that you should go listen to. All my anti capitalist people out there, go listen to. <laughs> Oh my gosh. If you guys could see my face. Just <laughs> um, and then my last podcast for you is Ergo, which um they are act- activists in Chicago who also um their like framework is around abolition and they have amazing, amazing guests come on. They talk about climate change. They recently had Angela Davis on an episode, so that was incredible. Um, th- there's so many people like the list can go on there's Audrey Lord you should go Ooh, read her yes. use of the yes. erotic is bomb amazing amazing people Octavia Butler I just recently mm. read a book by her like there's such there's so many people out there there's so so many people yes so please go immerse yourself in yes for sure a podcast that I like is called Therapy for Black Girls. Um, yes! It, mental health like is so important. I feel like in the Black community, we don't talk about it enough. And I just go listen to that. There's a Hella Black podcast. Like, go listen to that. It's really good. Um, yes. And I just started listening to Black Girl podcasts. So there are just so many podcasts out there for people, for us and people looking to get educated. Yes. Go listen. Uh, like you listen score, go read her autobiography. They was trying to, uh, they talk about trying to make a movie for her, and I'm like, stop, stop it, stop with the movies, please. Just go read and yes. enjoy yourself. Exactly. <laughs> we don't need a movie for everybody. Exactly. Yes. Um, but you know, so as we're talking about stuff that we listen to, if you don't know where to start, like I was saying earlier, um, Apple Music, Spotify, Hulu. And Netflix, they they have a section, you know, celebrating Black history or, you know, the Black experience, which sometimes will have educating things on there. And a lot of the times it doesn't. Like they're, you know, like we were talking about this earlier, how like Medea's in there and um, and it's a lot of stuff about slavery and like, slavery. It's, just, it's just like, that's not our whole history. Like, it's like really funny. It will say celebrating Black history and then they'll be like, 12 years of slave. slave. Yep. Django. Da da da. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right. Like, 
where our like our stories like yes black history is a sad time like we went through so much but like we're celebrating our culture now like it doesn't always have to be if you want to celebrate black history you're gonna watch a slavery movie like that's sad like i don't want to always watch slave movies like our we can't act in anything else you know also like our life right now is somewhat traumatic so i don't need to go and watch it as well when i can look out of my window i can look on fucking the news and like black traumas right there exactly we don't need to reproduce that as much as we were before but if they want to have a documentary section have that but also like don't forget the beautiful black movies that are out there that are so good that aren't about our struggle and just about either love or you know overcoming something action like there's so many things that we're forgetting about so yeah um netflix has malcolm and marie with yours truly zendaya i love her um and what's his name i'm so sorry i'm john david washington john david washington does not roll off the tongue, Sierra. I'm sorry. Okay, but it's Denzel Washington's son. So that's literally how I know him. But I didn't want to say Denzel Washington's son because that's like so rude. Like you're your it is. person with all your brothers. So um thank you. So yeah. I watched Malcolm and Maria. You know, I uh-huh. had to support Zendaya. <sighs> oh, that did not sound pleasant. Um kind of start out off a good note. All right. Zendaya's dress was beautiful. Okay. Her dress was beautiful. Okay, that was my only good thing. The movie, if you like watching people argue for almost two hours, go watch it. If you would not, don't. Two hours? It's it's like one hour and 45 minute movie. And they're arguing the whole time but it's like bigger mm. than that like okay Zende- uh, Marie is a recovering drug addict and right. um, Malcolm is a he's a director or writer he like produced the movie and basically the, the setting is that they're coming back from the movie premiere he's a filmmaker he's a filmmaker and uh, basically he never said thank you to her when he went upstage to talk about the movie oh he thanked everyone else but never thanked his girlfriend who he kind of based the whole movie off okay i'm gonna be i would be heated you know but you know she was talking about like you wouldn't be anywhere without me I helped you with your movie you base it off of me i help you with all your draft da 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 and then he would just dog her out. There's this one bathtub scene. Oh my you guys, god! Uh, saw it. You understand? Well, he just like went at her so hard, and I was like, my girl's about to drown herself in this tub because it was so, 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 so much. He was bringing up exes. Da 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 da. Also, like you bringing up your exes, they don't sound that that good either. So it might mm. be a you problem that might come even. <laughs> Jeez. Another thing about the movie, it was just in the house. Okay. It was just one day. There were not different days. You know how a movie goes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like very stagnant. Okay. Either in the kitchen, the dining table, outside, 
which everybody was puff puffing cigarettes. Uh, very interesting. Um, yes. I don't know. There was one really good scene where Zendaya, it's like, I know that's why she got the check because her acting was very good in this one particular <laughs> scene. She had a knife in her hand and she was like, I'm going to get it. And it was great. But that's about it. That's okay. about it. There so was no everyone. real apology that I remember. I don't think there was a big apology. They just like went to sleep and okay. they woke up and the ending scene was them just looking at the horizon outside. And I was That's like, kind of boring. watch this whole goddamn thing. Okay. Did you watch, um, what is it, Ma Rainey and with Viola um, and Chadwick? I didn't and I wanted to. I just don't, I just don't really be going on Netflix like that. Yeah. Did you watch it? No, but I'm. It got nominated for a bunch of things, like because Chadwick got nominated post posthumous, posthumous, yeah. and I'm I'm going to watch it, and I'll report. Yeah, that I should out. watch it. Um, I just it, I hear good things. Is it is it his last? I think it's his movie? last movie, because he did that, and then in the Bloods. But I think in the Bloods was before. Maury, yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, no, I should definitely go watch that. We'll, we'll report back after we we'll watch it. Back. I don't know if I will. That's kind of I'll watch it. I'll me. watch. I'll watch it. I should I think it's better than Malcolm and Marie. Yeah. I don't know. Um and then what's it called? I didn't I didn't watch it like I told you guys, but there's Judas and the Black Messiah that Yeah, I haven't seen it. Um they said that Daniel Kalua, I think that's how you say his name. Sure. Who, he's, who I know who he is. is. Yeah. Guy from Get Out. Yeah. Yeah. They said he was really good. And I think he's, they said, like, in general, everyone was good at acting, but like the story, yes, we all know. But also, right. it's very, it's much more around the inform, what is it, informant? Okay. Person who yeah. the FBI was working the, with. The informant, yeah. Um, it's more much more about that and not really about um, Fred Hampton's like politics, okay. which of course it's not going to be about that. So, okay. well, uh, I just remember like seeing a bunch of people on like Instagram saying like just finished Judas and the Black Messiah and now I'm mad, and I was just like, okay, great for you for watching the movie, but like this story. His story has been out yeah. for how many years? Yeah. So, like, but like, we're all mad. Like, right, we watch like when they see us, and oh I like we were all very, very mad. Well, like, are you going to? What are you gonna do? What are we gonna do after? Because right. we hear all these stories, and we're like, oh my gosh, the government is really out to get us, and we're all just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, everyone's mad. Everyone's mad I'm after mad. watching that. Like you're mad once you like learn what they did to um the Black Panthers. You're mad when you learn about the move movement, how they like mm-hmm. bombed their house in yep. Philadelphia. Like the whole <laughs> a whole police um a police unit or whatever in Philadelphia like bombed people. Yep. That exactly. don't happen like regular regular like that but it does happen to black people in this country um yeah so i just hope that people who watch it and who are mad go and read about 
Red Hampton's Red actual Hampton. politics, the Black Panthers' actual politics, and what they really stood for, and see if you may you may align with them, and that's okay. And then just work, join an organization, talk to your friends, spread what you're learning with your friends, tell them to Absolutely. you know read a book, and you guys can talk about it. Have a little reading club. Mm, book club or watching club or whatever watching club something because there are documentaries about um, Fred Hampton like Judas and the Black Messiah is not the first um, piece to be done about him so yeah and exactly like with the same thing with Ashada Shakur how they were trying to like make a movie they're talking about making a movie she there's a documentary about her y'all can go learn y'all don't need it doesn't um so that's my little summary about black movies. Yes, but there are good black movies out there. There are. There's so many. Can I think of one off the top of my head? Um, we were just talking about one. Oh, were we? I don't know, but um, there's like I think we we're talking about like black love stories. Like yes, yes. I like, can't. I forgot. I forgot it. With we Queen Latifah. Just Right is... Just Right. That's my favorite movie of all time. And if you haven't watched it, go watch it. I can quote the movie. Um, I've seen it that many times. Um, but there's also, you know, Love and Basketball. Is that really a oh good movie? Oh my god! I don't god. think so. But, you know, people love it. Is it really I good enjoyed to... it. I, I think I've only Angie, watched it like twice. Let me... The it ending. Let me play for your heart. Oh, I lost. I'm willing to leave my fiance. So let's play again. Like, what? what is that? Where's the loyalty? I don't remember the ending like when we watched it when we were younger for sure i was like oh so cute but now i'm like "Mm, you aren't loyal because you left her before who said to say you're not going to leave her again you know so i don't know there's also there's so many oh the boondocks i don't like that show sorry my brother loves it my mom loves it i love it i love it i can't watch it (laughs) I can't watch it. It's actually I, great. I might actually start it again because I've watched it. I'm trying to think, like, is there... Okay, there's the Cleveland show. I like uh, animation. You like anime. Yeah, I animation. Yeah. Animation. So there's, like, not that much fair. Full black cast animation. There's always, like, that one black person. Do you remember that show PJ and the, like, projects or something? Like, it was like a claymation like this is back when we were younger and like go look for it it go look for it. i remember bill, watching what is it bill the i was not had bald about, hair i had was not talking head. about the i was not talking about little bill because that meant don't do that that was that was nice that was nice that was a black uh cartoon I mean, yeah I'm, there were there weren't many there weren't many that's what i'm trying to think i'm like i don't want to be like oh my gosh it's only like but then you know we got a Disney princess. We got Tiana, Princess and the Frog. Um, I, don't think, I don't think I watched it. What? Because I don't think it was it that it was good? good. I liked it. I love that. I like remember singing, um, like her main song from that movie in a talent show. So it was nice to like see a princess of color. But yeah. this was before Moana. So like you know like before people were like, oh, we're doing so much better, Disney. Ooh. I don't think I watched it. Okay, well. I watched Soul. I watched Soul. Soul's another movie you all can watch. Watch. I'm only halfway through it. Just uh, because I watched it on vacation. But it was good. The half I watched. 
It was good. I like the ending. All right, I'll finish it. Um, I don't know. Go watch That's So Raven. There are so many um black sitcoms that they that from from early two thousands. Oh my gosh! They that are. they put on Netflix, like Sister Sisters on there, Girlfriends, One on One, Moesha, Moesha, like so many like also, shows. Go on Hulu and watch Living Single. Yes, Living Single, and what is the other one? What is the other one? They're in college. Hillman? No. Oh um. Different world. That's Different not. World. On, that's not on Hulu, but it's on Is Amazon. It on Hulu. It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. If you have it, so go watch it there. Yes, those two, Living Single and Different World, are so beautiful. And I'm just like, where are they now? We don't have high school, um, middle school. Not oh my gosh, I said high school, middle school, college age black shows. Yeah, because um, what is it? Grownish. I can't watch it. Yeah, that's not part of it. It's not, I don't, I just don't feel like connected to that. So, but a different world, I was like, this is like TV I yes. watch. Oh my gosh, you said grownish, all the blackish, grownish, mixed ish, oldish. I'm tired. <laughs> I've never, I think we're all tired, but what's his name? Who the guy who created yeah. it or Kenya Barnes? Because he. Barrett Barracks Barris because he had a show on um on Netflix called Black AF Black of, uh, and it was foolish. <laughs> just leave us. He just like Tyler Perry. Leave us alone at this point. Leave us alone yeah. at this point. We're tired. We are. I tired. don't watch. I mean, I'll catch an episode here or two of Blackish because it was good. It's got its moments. I'll give it that. But I was like, I had such high hopes for because yeah. I really enjoyed like uh, Yara Shahidi. Shahidi, um, I liked her acting in Blackish, and she had that movie. I think we oh. saw it together. It's something the sun. Oh, the sun is also a star. Yes. Yes. That I was own really it. Sweet. So I was like, oh my gosh, like she has her own spinoff. Yes. Uh, yes. I don't like her in Grownish. I don't know what happened to her character. The everything. I'm like, why do you like this? <laughs> yes. Why are you like this? It's not even good. No. Um, I know my girl Hallie, Hallie and Chloe are. Chloe. In- yes, they are. They're funny. They're but funny, but I can't. I it's can't. not good. It's. I mean, I know people. I know a couple people who watch it. It's not my There's see. other shows that you can watch. Yes. But you know, you know, let's move on from our clowning. We just went on a whole tangent about different shows. Okay. Yes, but you know how corporations, um, and like, they're they're so quick to put up something for Black History Month to promote. You know, like, like this company celebrates Black History Month, but you know, the day March first rolls around, that it's just gone. Those pictures of Black people disappear. It's just like Black who. They're like, oh, that was cute for 28 days, 29 yeah. days if you're lucky. But yeah. like once your moment's done, it's done. Like you know, like they they get rid of their signs quicker than stores get rid of their Halloween Halloween yes. and Valentine's Day candy. Like they're so quick to be like, okay, exactly. that's it. And it's just performative because there's nothing behind it. I mean, 
maybe there is and i don't know but it just seems very performative they do it for real quick clicks clicks and just for like it's not even for us (laughs) it's not really it's not for us it's for other people to see it's like oh my gosh look at them look at what they're doing for you guys but are they doing anything for me because you still have black people in your company in your organization who are calling y'all out and saying that you have been doing shady ass shit to them so how are you supporting your employees who are black exactly crickets crickets because you you know like how like there's a glass ceiling for women but like i don't know if there's a name for it but like people don't realize like the likelihood of black people climbing in companies and stuff like that is challenging yeah and like and if you get something so people are so quick to be like you got that job because you're black because you're black because this is what happened when we were in call when we were in high school applying to schools they're like you should get in because you're black and it's just like okay i am people asking me if like affirmative action had helped me that affirmative quotes (laughs) what yeah i was like okay still got rejected from schools like i don't know what you thought my oh <laughs> exactly so i just feel like like again like we were saying like black history month is these 28 29 days if when we get that but like where is our respect the other 11 months where, where why are we not celebrating our culture other people's culture the other 11 months why is it so limited to like okay you get 30 days you get 28 days you get a week you get this this and this when it's over, it's over. Don't ask me any questions until the next go round. All right, like, and it's just like we all sit back down and just ask ourselves, like, are we like, what, what, what sense does it not make to not talk about us? Because we're literally here, right, all the time. So why not just implement that in all, like, all everything we do and just right, no, right, exactly. Normalize teaching your students from a young age black cult like black moments in history black yes. culture like incorporate that into the already the dialogues you're creating with history with talking about science different things that black people created incorporate it now so yeah. when black history month rolls around like you don't talk about the basic things that everyone's talking about exactly. you're touching on things that we don't get to know about so those kids are better off when they get older and they're not like us and we're, we're, we're literally 21 years old researching things we should have been taught also like it becomes very repetitive like every black history month oh. you bring up the same people like come on yeah. <laughs> we need to revamp <laughs> revamp exactly um like yeah I, I don't know i just think like we need to think about it like when you go through grades like you don't learn the same thing every year right exactly. like you take a different history class you take a different english or whatever why not incorporate black history which is american history yeah into every component into the education system i don't think it should be that difficult yeah i understand what you're saying but at the same time it's like we do like we do our like learning we go back and do our own research and we find out about like different ways that the whole u.s society in general government people any like business order in general has done to black people and then you're like but this country don't really like me right <laughs> we all kind of yeah. like come up to the conclusion like 
they really try to suppress us our whole up to very recently and still yeah. right now because there is mass incarceration where black people are astronomical numbers of us in jails in prisons right and we only crime, make up crimes that are made up and we only make up oh so much of the population the u.s population it just it doesn't add up um so yeah do your research learn more about black artists and writers and black people in general be kind to us because we all really going through it we just we all be down bad <laughs> so we, yes always give grace um, yes and love to black people because we deserve it we deserve to have fun and dance and sing and yes Franklin and okay to all uh, right all right Angie oh okay um let's you know what let's get into our last segment of yes Angie uh, has gone off the wire <laughs> um it is time for the messy good segment of our podcast Angie would you like to start would you like me to start I would like you to start okay all right so I'll start with my messy moment. So um, I watched The Bachelor. I've been watching The Bachelor, mm. The Bachelorette series since I was 12 years old. Um, mm. I love this series. If you are live under a rock or a fool, I don't know. But Chris Harrison, the host of The Bachelor, Bachelorette franchise, did an interview with Rachel Lindsay, the first Black Bachelorette, and um, talked pretty much excusing one of the women on The Bachelor currently. So... Rachel Kirkconnell is a white woman and she pictures of her have surfaced of her at like plantation parties like old mm. south parties wait wait, like wait, wait 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 say that just go back a couple more words plantation parties that happen in the south yes what does that mean where you dress up a certain way like no that is not happening yes it did happen in 2018 it's been if you go to school in the south you're pretty sure you're aware of these things um, and she like was appropriating um, Native American culture, um, and she didn't talk about it because when you leave the Bachelor series, you have to sign an NDA and you have to get whatever you post approved, pretty much. And Chris Harrison was talking to Rachel Lindsay, the Black Bachelorette, saying like, pretty much was just excusing her actions, was excusing the white woman's actions, saying like, is it unacceptable in 2021 or is it unacceptable in 2018 like that's when it happened and like it was just very rude and he was just dismissing her racist actions like it was no big deal and the bachelor franchise it went up a frenzy like this past season has been the most um bipoc people on the show ever oh, wow so <laughs> and we have a back blatcher um and it's just like they were like, we don't stand for this foolishness. And like Chris Harrison like released a statement. He released his first statement saying, I apologize for what I said in my interview. I called Rachel to apologize. I'm going to take some time to reflect. That was not good enough. People were on Twitter, Instagram saying you need to be fired. Like what you're saying is racist. Some one, even one Instagram account went back to like 2002 and was digging up every single racist action they tried Here to <laughs> hide in the series. <laughs> and then, yes, exactly. And then Chris Harrison came back, I want to say it was Friday or something, saying, I will be stepping back from Bachelor Nation. Mm -hmm. Like, I won't be doing the after-row ceremony. But everyone's saying, like, don't expect right. to come back next season. Like, that's not 
I know that's want you, right. Right, so we want you gone. So I just, I thought it was very, that was my messy moment. I was like, this is ridiculous that you don't see a problem. It was only till you thought the interview went really well until you saw on Instagram and Twitter that people were, you know, smearing your name through the mud. Like, are you that uneducated? So that was my issue. Call every single person out 2021. I don't exactly. care. <laughs> you exactly. may lose a bag. I don't care. It's but okay. we're not, we're not, we're not compromising. <laughs> we're exactly. not compromising anymore. <laughs> no. If you have and any type of pass, you better go, <laughs> you better go <laughs> clean it off because we're going to find it. We're going to find it. And you're going to lose your job. <laughs> right, right. So I think that just like, it's messy, but it's also like my good moment because people were calling him out. People who were on the show, who just left the show, who were on the previous seasons were like, we don't stand for this. Like, this is not Bachelor Nation. So it's just like, call people out. That's what we're doing this this year. We're doing moving forward. Like, we don't have time for your BS. If you're racist, we're going to find out. And we're going to, you know, uncover it. Like, you're not going to hide anymore. Like We're going to... Also, okay, not to, like, take away from your point. No. Or go on to a new point. But it's like, when you are called out, I just don't know why people are so, like... Uh, I know... How do I rephrase this? Let me just say it the way I want, and then I'm gonna go back. Okay. Why are you upset when people call you out when you know you said something that's racist? When you know you said something that's misogynist? Like you know you said something homophobic. You did that, and now we're calling you on that. Take that and go reflect. What I mean, it comes back. I guess I just really want to talk about cancel culture because it makes no sense. We're calling you out because of your particular action. Mm-hmm. You can go. It's just like when a child does something and their parents come and tell them you shouldn't do that. Exactly. But guess what? You're an adult. So there will be other consequences than a child. Period. So why are you upset <laughs> when you did something? Facts. These are all facts. Nobody is disagreeing with this. No. So it's so crazy. And like, I guess he should just go, go on. Yes. Go help more- himself exactly hopefully they find somebody who's they're gonna show with a black guy <laughs> i think so i have, gonna show with a black guy to take <laughs> I have a few ideas of who could replace him. um but go on to your good i just wanted to make that i was just saying my good is that like people like the girl who did the racist actions mm-hmm. issued an apology saying my apology is not for white people it's for the BIPOC community that I hurt like she like full up like she full out owned it like do I excuse her actions no what she did was plenty problematic but instead of like just issuing like a fake apology was she was like I own what I did I'm learning this is for the people I hurt if you are not in that community back up like Mm-hmm. So that that was the good that came out of it. Like we're not standing for the foolery. Did she say anything about money? I don't think so. I, I don't. I like quickly. It, it's on Instagram. I don't know, but it's just like we're owning. She owned what she did. Like she didn't deny it. She said, "I'm working on it, and I apologize." Mm. That's all we ask for is you to keep your accountability. So uh, that's what I'm saying. We'll see how the rest of the show works out you know hometown start on monday wow okay well my messy for the messy good segment is yes i know um everyone right now 
is thinking about Texas and our fellow Texans mm. yes. through this hard time. There was a big um, winter winter storm that mm. really knocked out the power in like majority of Texas, like all them counties suffering. But what I really want to talk about is the, one of the mayor, one of the mayors from a city in Texas literally went on a rant oh, on my. Facebook talking about no one owes you and your family anything, nor is the local government's responsibility to support you during these trying times. Excuse? Sink or swim. It's your choice. Excuse me? I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of these people looking for a damn handout. Um, Uh, And after this came out, he has resigned. Well thank, so, well, thank goodness for that. What? You Since need everyone to fucking understand that it is our governments. It is their sole responsibility to take care of us. To take care of every single one of us in this fu- citizen or not citizen of we are in this country. You are supposed to be taken care of. Period. Why? What is what is the definition of a government <laughs> if not to take care of the people Oh my god. But the fact that they finally said it out. They said, said it out the loud. silent part out loud. So we all know they ain't here to help us. We only have each other. Wow. But it's messy that they find, I mean, the whole Trump era, the 40s, they've been saying shit. And we've all, it's kind of gone in, out here, out there. But yeah, Trump really needs something. They, they don't give a shit about us. <laughs> and it's, he said it. He said it. Sink or swim. <laughs> I just find it so crazy how you're in the government. Like, oh, you control all that. And you, and you said sink or swim. Am I supposed to go call the people to turn on my electricity for the whole the whole county? I didn't even have that power. I didn't even have that power to turn off my own water. But did did you not so um Texas is not a part of the like federal thing no. with the whole like if their power goes out, they deal with it themselves. They don't yes. ask for like government funding. Exactly. So if they, you know, they didn't want to pay like the regulations or whatever. Yeah. So and it makes also- more money for that small group of people who own it all. Yeah. It goes to all of them. And I'm just like, y'all. Is- also, the messy part of it is that like we're seeing time and time again what happened in California when mm. California was literally on fire. Like half on of fire. the state was on fire. Now we're seeing in Texas what's going on. Climate catastrophes are happening right in front of us, and we are seeing how the government is dealing with them. Take what you want from this and mm. start preparing your plans. Your no, and it's like I'm not even saying that in like an apocalyptic type of way. Okay, because okay. it's right in front of us. You're it's right, right in front of us. You cannot deny it. Yeah, because that simply could happen to us. Yeah. But I don't think our government, I don't think Maryland's government, I don't know what Hogan got going Logan. Hopefully Hogan. He he's about to run for president, so I don't think he's really concerned. Leave us alone. <laughs> I need white men to stop running for president. I'm just going to say that. I don't need y'all. I mean, we're on the same boat. Um, but yes, 
the messy part is climate catastrophes are right in front of our face. Yes. It's happening. Yes. And I mean, with Joseph in office right now, I don't think they have the plans for the next four years. So y'all need to prep. Do yeah, I'm very, very. Have your little communities that you're part of, do your own little survival plan. Because it, what the same thing this guy said, every man for themselves sink or swim. Yeah. And that's literally what it is. And we'll see if we don't, because I mean, COVID has really been sink or swim. I mean, everyone's thinking we're going to be, everyone thinks we're going to be back to normal just now in like March, June. Are we? Sink or swim. Sink or swim. But that was my messy. What my is messy is always like horrible. It is. It's not even like messy, but it's also like very calculated and I hate it because what happened in Texas could have been like people could have planned for this there are people whose main job is to plan for situations like this yep and just to see them fail time and time again time and time again it's like they actually don't plan for this because they don't care (laughs) so do with that what you want um i say prep okay that's what i do uh, it's not even Angie's preparing for a disaster. Why don't you tell us a good, a good to end yes. the show? My good is Miss Gorilla Glue Woman, Girl Mama, Homeschool Biscuit, Tessia Brown. I'm gonna say her name. That's her name. Um, she got that glue out here. Thank God. Yeah, she did. She did. She really did, and I'm really happy for her. Um, a Ganyan doctor dermatologist flew her out period and he got that glue out her hair i think they even like put anesthesia like she was out yeah she was not they did all the little chemicals and she got her hair back and i'm just so happy that it's you know a good conclusion to the story she even gave like half of her gofundme money to like an organization or something and i'm just like period I love how, yes. you know, we got the story, this happened, this happened, and we have a conclusion. Let's Do we, though? Because what is, I don't think she's trying to sue Gorilla Glue. I don't think she's suing anymore. But, like, other people, you know, there are copycats in the world to try. I don't care about them. And they're saying, like, Gorilla Glue, like, whoever sues Gorilla Glue is about to make millions. Um, Who is suing Gorilla Glue? People, Copycats. Or like How? there's no because there's no instruction there's no signs sitting off her hair like that's what they're basing it off of like I'm not she is said she was not suing which she has no right like I wouldn't sue but these people are there are people out there saying like yeah I'm gonna sue because I copied and did such and such what well, they're idiots but this is there's something in the law that says actually you can't well i know uh, there's something or like gorilla glue is not even gonna pay you mind yeah because it's gonna be settled some type of way at a court yeah that's interesting y'all need to go on with your (laughs) don't put things that explicitly say for handing like you buy it in a a craft store um, a hardware store you probably shouldn't go on your head also, don't you like test out things before you like put like 
don't do stuff for clout like that something that can like really endanger yourself don't do that i mean people be hungry out here clout hungry don't be that person (laughs) wow love that don't be that person because i definitely have seen copycats already and they're like oh my gosh guys it's not it's not gonna like we didn't just experience this Yes. Well, that's my good. I don't care about the copycats. That's my good. Yes, I'm that's good. Yeah. Um, but that's about it. That is no. our show. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at messy underscore good underscore podcast. We will follow you back because we are nice people. Yes. Give yourself grace, kindness. Enjoy the rest of Black History Month. Yes. Look up something you didn't know before. Love you. We're here for you. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Peace.